1: A product of the Forge. Sound and story brought to life. Before we jump in, a note on our content. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion for graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayal of sexuality, discussion of mental illness and existential struggle, and some downright filthy language. It gets mighty dangerous in the canyon, but if you need a breather, we've got your back. Whenever you're feeling ready and able, we hope you'll join us.
2: are we getting shot at? Hold your fire! I
3: said hold your fire!
2: Under a hillstorm of bullets, Argo leaps out of the wagon and carries me behind a boulder for cover. Okay. I'll give him credit. That's pretty heroic.
3: God damn it, Dakota, I said hold it! This is just like her.
2: When I feel like maybe our assailant needs a second to reload, I try to take a peek over the boulder. The trail winds in small arcs a few dozen feet in front of us, bending at a sharp curve around a steep cliff. I trace my eye up along the rock face and a high ways up, from atop a ledge in a cave nestled against the cliff. A silhouetted ranger stands in the open, guns still pointed at us. I duck again.
0: I'll put you to rest, you canyon shits.
2: You weren't kidding about it being dangerous out here. No, it doesn't get any deadlier than my dear Dakota.
0: How do you
3: know them? Dakota, it's me!
0: Fucking liar!
3: No, it's really me, I swear! Just come down here and we'll sort things out.
0: Exactly the kind of thing a Kenyan turd would say.
3: Dakota, please, I'm so relieved to see you. Don't ruin this by killing me!
0: The real Argo's dead already.
3: No, I'm right here. Please, just come down here and I'll explain.
0: I swear to God, if you try to pull anything, I will put a hole through you so fast.
2: I won't.
3: I promise.
2: Argo turns to me and through his panic tries to give me a reassuring smile.
3: We'll be fine. Trust me. Are you sure about that? Sure, I'm sure. Just, uh, don't make any sudden movements till she gets down here. Uh, Who is she? An old friend.
2: With my back shrieking in pain, I will myself to peek over the boulder again. The ranger jumps in a smooth vault straight down from the ledge. I don't know, 50 feet? Like it's nothing. She lands neat on her feet. And her hat doesn't even budge. Uh, an old friend from... Cirque du Soleil? Never heard of it. That from the outside? I mean, the jump... Never mind. She strides towards us with smooth, deliberate steps. It's almost like she's gliding over the trail, ignoring all its bends and bumps. But her feet look like they're moving normally. Is this some trick of the light? She's closing the gap in no time. Within seconds, she's only a stone's throw away from us, one hand still poised on the gun in her holster.
0: I'm giving you five words before I pull out Sophia again.
3: I made it out alive.
0: You ain't the real Argo. You're an Echo, just another one of Ball's puppets.
3: Dakota, if I were an Echo, you would have killed me by now.
0: You begged me not to. Have you
3: ever missed a shot? An Echo wouldn't be able to dodge that.
0: Fair enough. Guess the only way to find out is to try again. No, no, no,
3: hang on a moment. We've got an outsider here with us, an innocent. You can't involve him. You mean another scummy echo. You ever see this one in the canyon before?
2: I watch her dark brown eyes study me from under the rim of her hat. For a moment, it feels like she can shoot bullets from her eyes, too.
0: Maybe not. It's an awful big place.
3: Dakota, my friend Samir here fell in from the
2: outside.
0: Oh, Lord, not another one. (sighs) I thought those safety railings were supposed to keep the dipshit tourists out of here.
2: Hi, I'm Samir, the aforementioned, uh, dipshit tourist. Um, what did you mean by the real Argo's dead, exactly? Dakota and I go way back.
3: We, uh, we had a caravan together. Before this one.
0: And this... Is your caravan now?
2: It is. Okay, so you agree that it's like weirdly small to call a caravan, right?
0: Excuse me, but size does not a caravan make? Do enlighten us, Argo, if that is your real name. What exactly does make a caravan? It's.
3: it's a spirit of the thing a moving hearth and home.
0: You of all people should know that. I concede. Caravans have a certain charm. Albeit an outdated one. Hate to break it to you, Augie, but I've been moving much faster on my own.
2: So what happened to your last caravan?
0: (laughs) Went tits up real fast. An
2: accident, that's all. It's um, a,
3: a delicate subject. Like I said, it's real dangerous down here. Tensions got high, lines got crossed, things fell apart. But for what it's worth, I never held hard feelings against you, Dakota.
0: Oh, fuck off with your smarmy cult leader bullshit. Augie here had us believing that we were going to make a real change here in the canyon.
2: So you do believe I'm the real thing? Wait, a a real change? About
3: what? Caravans in the canyon are mostly made up of, uh, bounty hunters.
2: We keep the peace. (laughs) Used to. Uh, y'all don't have, like, a sheriff or something? (laughs) I watched Dakota wipe a tear from my eye from laughing so hard. Oh, oh that's a
0: good one. That's a good one.
2: Oh. Did I say something funny? The canyon's a lawless country. Just, a uh, oh. Let's just leave it at that. So, bounty hunters instead of cops. Sounds like an improvement, to be honest. We don't exactly chase down shoplifters. Right, right. You have some Wild West shootouts with bandana bandits, right? Sometimes but usually they got some other trick up their sleeves. Like a really fast draw or something? Dakota shoots me a puzzled look, then looks back to Argo. Does he know yet? Do I know what yet?
3: We only just met. He fell down from way, way
0: up high. And not everyone lands like a cat the way you do, alright? What don't I know? Argo, if he doesn't know, you gotta get him out of here fast. Before dark. I will. I'm gonna get us all out of here. guys... Hello. What the hell does that mean? Get us all out of here. The
3: wild caravan. I saw it last night. Oh, you've
0: really lost it now?
2: He saw it too. Dakota crosses arms and looks back at me again, eyes wide and incredulous. God, every time she turns my way, it feels like looking into the sun. I just want to look away.
0: Did he now?
2: Tell her what you saw, Samir. Uh, I'm some weird light show in the rainstorm last night. Kind of like our wagon, but a whole bunch of them and riders and horses, the, the whole shebang.
0: Just flying around in the sky. Just like that.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, just like that. Dakota goes quiet. Her hand finally drops from her holster, and she looks down at the ground, arms still crossed. So, um, is anyone gonna tell me why I gotta get out of here by dark? It gets real dangerous at dark. Like, more guns shooting at us? Worse.
3: A lot worse.
2: A whole fucking lot. Dakota, please! Language. What? Fine. I take it that's this... thing that I don't know about. Listen, there's a
3: way back up to the outside. A nice ramp back up to your tent and your friend with safety rails and everything. And once you get back up there, you'll never have to worry about anything down here again.
0: You're gonna have to pass through Who's On Circle to get there.
2: You think I don't know that? Are you gonna blindfold him the whole way or something? Not that I don't enjoy being blindfolded occasionally, but, uh, why? What am I not supposed to see? Just ride ahead to Who's On Circle and tell everyone to act normal. We'll be in one end and out the other in no time. Am I being kidnapped? Kidnapped? Again, I could be into this sort of thing, but I really gotta give informed consent first. There's
0: no way you're gonna get him there before nightfall.
2: Hey! Being talked about like I'm not here is kind of a trigger for me. Can y'all stop ignoring me, please? Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, Samir. We didn't mean to do that. I'm a grown-ass adult. Whatever you don't think I can handle, I probably can. Just stop treating me like a baby, okay? We will. Good. Good. Now someone help me stand up. Argo wraps his arms around me and pulls me up, leaning me upright against the boulder, facing both him and Dakota. It's just, people don't usually take it well when they find out how the canyon works. I'm piecing together it's not exactly like the tour guides describe. Really? I'm not a dumbass. So you're gonna tell him? Yeah. It's about time. So what we said
3: is true... Caravans kind of help keep the peace around the outposts in the canyon, but, uh, we don't exactly bounty hunt for petty
2: criminals. You hunt for... We hunt... demons. Mostly. Bitch, me too. You ever tried grinder? Dakota and Argo exchange a grave look. I'm I'm kidding. Okay, when you say demons, you mean like the Buffy kind of demons? Buffy kind. No, no, Augie, I've heard of this one. The last outsider
0: brought some runic disc with this name on it. Yes, Samir, like the Buffy demons. She slays vampires, yes? We have vampires down here.
2: Holy fucking shit. This is not a joke, Samir. I, I, I know, I know, trust me. The, the hard part isn't believing you. The hard part is not being excited about vampires existing. Vampires are terrifying creatures. You don't get it. Every nerd dreams of crossing a magical threshold where they find out all their favorite fantasies are real. Tell me about these vampires. Are they hot? Oh my god, Carlisle would piss himself over this. Are we gonna meet some?
0: Most likely. And we're gonna kill them. And they're quite cold, actually.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm in. Uh, once my back gets better.
0: Then it's settled. No blindfolding. Meaning you won't need to ride ahead. Safety in numbers. Don't think I don't know what you're doing, Argo. I'm not rejoining your caravan. Well,
3: you got a while to think on
0: it. I've thought about it already. This is just until we get the outsider out of here.
2: There's no way they're getting rid of me that easy. I can't wait to see a real vampire up close. This can't be real, can it? Maybe this is all some fever dream I'm still having after my fall. Kind of like how the whole Pokemon series is just Ash dreaming about his adventures after falling into a coma in the first episode. Whoa, that's dark. Huh? Oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? I just meant, um, yeah, let's get moving before it gets dark.
0: Good. I'll take point. Argo, you drive with Samir in tow. Who's pulling? Oh my goodness, well, slap my ass and call me Lottie. Is that you, Betsy? Oh, baby, I didn't mean to scare you. Come here. <laughs> What happened to her
3: horn? This one we'll have to do for now.
0: (laughs) It's cute. Oh, it's cute. I like it, Betsy. It's very cute. It's very
1: you. Very you, Betsy.
3: Let's not waste time, then. To whose old circle?
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, six one since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey. (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
3: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate.
2: We spend the rest of the afternoon riding along the canyon, and to be honest, it's mostly uneventful. Dakota still moves with some kind of superhuman grace I can't really put my finger on yet, and Argo keeps his hat low but eyes forward, ever watchful. Betsy looks miserable as usual, but maybe a teensy bit happier to see Dakota? I guess they go way back. From down here, the canyon looks even bigger than it did during the storm last night. It's way bigger on the inside, some kind of Tardis biz up in here. Now I'm not much of a nature person, but holy crap. The canyon can really make a believer out of anyone. As the sun goes down, the horizon melts into this Cadbury egg ooze and the air becomes thick and dusty, but not in a way that makes you choke. More like sitting by a campfire. Yeah, that's it, I think. The whole place smells like a campfire. We've been moving for hours, but it feels like we've covered no ground at all. Every time I look down into the canyon, it feels like we've still got miles and miles of trail to go. We see some cool things along the way. A human skeleton along the road. Dakota and Argo seem troubled by this, but I don't know, it's kind of cool. I feel like the two of them could protect me from anything. I'm not worried. Oh, and speaking of bones, we passed a giant fossil of a mammoth embedded against the rock face on one side of the trail. That's crazy, right? I didn't even know they had mammoths around here. God, I've got so many questions. I've been quiet most of the trip, you know, taking in the sights, letting Dakota and Argo fire saucy banter at each other. Do you think they fucked? I honestly can't tell. Uh, Still, that's way low on the list of my questions. Hey, Dakota. She answers without looking back at me, keeping her focus on the trail ahead. What is it? When you said Argo and I were both canyon echoes, what did you mean by that? She doesn't turn to look at me, but I see her head cock toward Argo for a second. And then think better of it, staying forward. I look at Argo. He looks nervous, but just... Puckers his lips like he's busy taking in the twilight air, while he leaves Dakota to answer.
0: You ever shot into a canyon before?
2: Actually, yeah. Carlisle and I were playing the penis game yesterday. At this, Dakota finally turns around. I think she's gonna glare at me for being gross or something, but she grins real wide.
3: I love the penis game.
0: You two are.
3: Disgusting and
2: undignified and, and, and uncouth.
0: What happens when you shout into a canyon? It makes an echo, right?
2: Right, but that's a sound, not a person.
0: Well, In the canyon, when someone dies, their spirit echoes throughout the canyon. Sometimes the canyon creates an afterimage of them. A, an impression of the person who just died. It's so lifelike, you almost think it's real sometimes. We call them
2: echoes. Freaky. Basically like life after death.
0: Not exactly. Echoes fade eventually. Just like shouting to a canyon dies over time. And they're not like the real thing. Not as strong or or as smart as the real person. Usually. (laughs) But the more powerful the spirit, the more powerful the echo Or in Argo's case,
2: dangerous. What would make an echo of Argo so dangerous?
3: Aside from, you know,
2: being so dangerously handsome. Oh, come on. It's not as cute if you know you're cute.
0: (laughs) Well, we were bounty hunters. Trained demon killers.
2: Yeah, I noticed you kind of move... funny? I don't know how to explain it. It's almost imperceptible, but... It's like you float a little bit. Is that like some... Bounty hunter's superpower?
0: Hard to say. You spend long enough in the canyon, you start changing little by little. Come stuff to parse what about you is natural and uh, what's, you know, supernatural.
2: Ugh, please never say that word around me again. Supernatural? I said don't. Why? I, don't worry about it. So, if I stayed here long enough, I could get superpowers?
3: Please stop calling it that. They're, they're more like, uh, adaptations. And they're hardly worth the danger. So,
2: what's yours?
0: Yeah, Augie. Tell him.
2: This really isn't necessary. Oh, come on. Spell.
0: Argo here has super charisma. Let me guess, he swept you off your feet from the moment you met.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally, but that's because my back hurts.
0: Handsome stranger, riding around in an unmarked white wagon, making all kinds of grand promises if you just hop inside. Dangerous ability, don't you think?
3: Good for forming a caravan. Real strength is in numbers. In family.
0: Well, let's hope we're enough. It's getting dark. We should set up camp.
2: Nighttime in the canyon again. I'm curled up in the wagon. Similar to the canyon, it's got a bigger on the inside thing going on. Still, it's stuffed with so many weird knickknacks and artifacts I can't quite make out in the dark that I don't really have much room to stretch out and sleep. Argo's keeping watch on top of the wagon. Dakota in the driver's seat, trying to get some shut-eye, but tense enough that I see her doing a quiet 360 perimeter check from time to time. I'm still too excited to fall asleep, though. I mean, what if a vampire attacks tonight? Or some kind of echo? (laughs) Seems like I don't have to wait long. Argo heard it, too. I can hear them above me. Dakota's body is perfectly still, except for her hand on her gun. She and Argo exchange another look. We're all still and quiet again. Finally, Dakota speaks up in a hushed whisper.
0: We need to start moving. Now. No.
2: We stay and fight it.
3: We can't outrun it. And
0: we can't kill it either. How the hell are we supposed to shoot a thing without a body?
3: No, come on. Don't act like we've never been up against formless creatures before. You lost your touch, baby girl.
0: Call me baby girl again, and I'll shoot your nuts off. Remember, I don't miss.
2: Often, anyway. really hate your ass right now. Um, guys, what is it? The moment I ask, I regret it. The air turns deathly cold around me. Suddenly, I feel an icy hand on my shoulder as something leans into my ear.
1: Just a banshee, darling.
2: Dakota and Argo are still looking around outside the wagon. Can't they hear this?
1: Don't worry. I'll make your death fast and
2: quiet. I scream. Hey! (gasps) Or at least I try to. But the moment I open my mouth, all the air just gets sucked out of me. My throat won't make a sound. I try to breathe in and... I try again, but it's like someone's holding a vacuum to my lips. Argo and Dakota have ventured even further from the wagon now, bickering over how to track down a monster right next to me inside. My last ounce of strength, I managed to gasp one last cry. Help!
1: created by me, Tozaman, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. This episode was written and directed by yours truly with performances by Sushant Adlaka as Samir, Giancarlo Herrera as Argo, Danielle Shamaya as Dakota, and Lisette Alvarez as the Banshee. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Ana Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Additional music by Misha Stanton. Visual art by Marina Vermilion and press kit by Kyle Boyce. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. We want to give a shout-out to the eccentric Lord Bridge. Rumor has it Lord Bridge once washed in on mysterious tides and ruled over this dust bowl ever since. Canyoneers would also do well to steer clear of Lord Dave, the decorative Lord of Hell who collects the bones of fallen canyoneers and puts them in cute little mason jars. We're so grateful for our Lord's continued patronage and, um, mercy, I guess. Jokes aside, we've been blown away by the support we've received in our first few weeks, and we'd love to keep those wagons rolling. If you'd like to make sure they do, you can help us out by spreading the word and leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, plus submitting a review. It's a huge help in getting us noticed on the charts. And if you can spare it, you can pledge on our Patreon page, patreon.com caravanradio We've got great rewards for patrons, including a Discord channel launching this month for fans to hang out in for as little as $1. We've got dope pledge rewards at other tiers, like custom caravan-themed spells and monster stat blocks for your 5th edition D&D game, and even a transformation into a lord of hell who gets shouted out in the credits. Our home on the web is whisperforge.org caravan, where you can find transcripts for each episode, links to subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen, and ways to review us on your listening app of choice. You can also email us at caravan at whisperforge.org or find us on Twitter and Instagram at caravanradio. If you send us something really funny, memorable, or just downright thirsty, we might even give it a read in the credits. Thanks for riding with us. Y'all come back soon now.